it's never too soon to start panicking about this week's podcast. <laughs> How was that? Was that intimidating, guys? That was really good. Was, <laughs> you scared me. I feel like, Universal, if you're listening, I'm available for voiceover work. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, guys, we're talking about the ultimate scare, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. I'm Ashby. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Molly. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. Hey guys, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> I heard I heard <laughs> gulp. Happy Halloween. Gross. It was a scared Halloween. That's right. Gulp. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh guys, we're gonna talk about the the haunts of all haunts this mm. week and i don't know if you've heard of a little thing called halloween horror nights if you I haven't have. what are you doing listening to a theme park podcast <laughs> <Right>. seriously <laughs> mom but, uh, get out of here yeah go on moms dads grandpas grandmas if you haven't been go I'll explain it later yeah but it's fun understand. it's a fun thing and we have so much to talk about there's so much information so many stories we hope you have the next 15 hours put aside mm-hmm. to listen I mean, to us talk. Yes. Potentially. We had to we had to pull this Halloween Horror Nights out of our haunts episode because there's that much in there, that much I, information. I even debated if we should make this a two-parter, but I don't think we need to. But that's Well, you know what? Intense. We'll see, right? I mean, if we've got if it's midnight when we're when we're wrapping up here, maybe we split it into two. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what do we know? (laughs) What do we know about Halloween Horror Nights? (laughs) I mean, I think we maybe um, we can start with history, or we can start with kind of our own takes on it. Where what feels the most natural, Cheryl? (laughs) I will tell you. I think we should start with a little bit of a history because I think as we go. We'll get right into like how we feel, and it'll come out of nowhere. If that's true. Like I, my feelings about Halloween Horror Nights couldn't be contained if I tried. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's mixed. Spoiler: It's mixed. It's, it's, um. Well, for starting with history, I've got the history. Believe it or not. Um, oh. Halloween Horror Nights was originally not Halloween Horror Nights. And it started in 1991. Does anyone know what was going on in 1991? My sister was a year old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like yep, TGIF? Like, I don't know. Was that, was that a thing? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, these are both true. Um, <laughs> but also something else that was going on is Universal Studios Orlando was in its infancy and struggling oh. quite a bit. Islands of Adventure um, wasn't even open back then, was it? I mean, Islands of Adventure wasn't even a thought at this point. Oh, it <laughs> wasn't even a... Twinkle in its baby. parents' eyes. Yeah. Right. In Mr. Universal's eyes. <laughs> um, 
Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Universal. Yeah. Um, no, correct. So Universal Studios Florida had opened um, the previous year, and we can, we'll definitely go into this at some point, but it had a very rocky start. Um, basically, Universal Studios Florida took like the tram tour out in Hollywood's Universal Studios mm-hmm. and just made those parts of the tram tours into a theme park. So there was like a confrontation, Jaws, um, what are some other ones that I'm not thinking of? Like the Bates Motel. Basically, they just expanded the tram tour into a theme park. Mm. And it was awesome and really cool, except for the big fact that a lot of these opening days attraction opening day attractions did not work on opening day or opening six months basically so it was kind of like um like a technical disaster so they were losing money it was kind of um on unsteady ground and basically like the upper management went to a creative director at the time her name was julie zimmerman um and they called on her to help. Basically, they were like, "Help! <laughs> um, help. We need. We want you to pull together like a special um, event or like a uh, basically they said like a party atmosphere for Halloween season. We expect like they were they were at the they were getting by through the summer because summer in Orlando is just busy no matter what. But they knew they were gonna they were gonna expect." Um, attendance downturn in the fall so they like called on julie zimmerman and said like we need um an event to bring in attendance through halloween so Hmm. she pulled together the very first halloween horror nights that was actually called fright night um on halloween and it was one haunted house um like a a party there were like bars and street performers and all sorts of stuff themed to halloween the hot the haunt the one haunted house actually and this is where it kind of goes back to some of those attractions not being open jaws did not open and so its queue was not being utilized at the time so the haunted house actually um occurred in the jaws queue i had no idea that I mean, I guess I could have looked it up, but that Universal Studios Florida only opened in 1990 and that Halloween or some form of Halloween Horror Nights was so quickly established afterwards. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that window was much larger. Like, oh, Universal's been running for years and then they're like, oh, let's just throw in this cool Halloween thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty impressive, actually. Um, Not that it, like, obviously, like, so much effort gets put into it and it was never like a thrown together event even the first year it like took a lot of like planning and thought but it was yeah it's kind of part of universal florida's dna from the very very beginning which i think we'll touch on later but it is such a for me personally such like an important part of the experience at universal so yeah um so yeah that was the first night it cost 13 12.95 to get in i feel if like only. i missed a pr opportunity wow for it to be 13 bucks right right um yeah <laughs> sorry it was not one night it was three nights the very first time and i read this one account that they did um i don't know if this wasn't necessarily on purpose or not but they put an advertisement out in the orlando paper looking for a um, woman actress or performer who was willing to be put in a box full of rats 
for a Halloween event at Universal. And that advertisement, like, went the equivalent of 1991 viral. Because people were like, what's going on? Like, they didn't say this is for our Fright Night event. They were like, excuse me? A rat lady. A rat lady, right? And so she became, (laughs) she was um, in the very first haunted house. You, like, walked above her, basically. Like, um, she was in a coffin, basically, and the lights went on, and you saw this woman, like, trapped with all these rats. Oh. Yeah. Free. That's freak. Some of the freakier things that I've heard about um, on year one. So she became kind of like a character. Running oh, she's a, she was a years. staple for years. They had her every year, like in a different place. Maybe not the same lady, but some form of. They lady never let her out. A, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I even saw like a behind the scenes video once of them showing like how she did like the outfit she wears is like tailor made to ensure that a rat doesn't crawl into her, her clothing. Ew. Well, yeah. good though. Details. Right. Hey, someone thinks of these things, right? <laughs> the other kind of interesting thing about this the first couple years, I'd say, is within the second year the event had changed to Halloween Horror Nights. Um apparently there were some copyright issues with the name Fright Fright Nights. Oh, oh that's weird. Who. Yeah, <laughs> we but... have copyrighted the word fright. Yeah, like who who was holding on to that? <laughs> oh, one day. Probably one of those hell houses, maybe. Right, right. Um, and also some the within the first year, so by or by the second event, um, they had two houses. And wow, two houses. Right, oh but this gosh. is interesting because we'll talk about this later. Is there's a lot of like throughout the whole history of horror nights, there's this kind of idea of like in um uh ip versus original houses like people have a lot of opinions about that but the second year it was one ip house and one original house so it was the same house as the year before um and one house that was themed to the people under the stairs which was like a um kind of a surprise hit horror flick in that from that past year um so again from the very beginning of this event it's been like IP versus original house. <laughs> um, so the other thing, Cheryl, that you'll really like about year two is that Bill and Ted um, actually premiered in year number two. So in again, year number another two? one. Of, mm-hmm, wow, one another one of those early. staples. But was interesting at the time because that was very contemporary, <laughs> right? For 1992. Um, but then they stuck kind of with that show for a long, long time. I wonder if they'll bring it back when the third movie comes out. I was I was thinking about that, yeah. Yeah, so I guess the 1991 is when Bogus Journey came out, so then it must have been popular enough that the next year they're like, let's capitalize on this. Totally. Right. Meanwhile, again, these first couple years, um, Hollywood Universal would do their own version of Hollywood, Halloween Horror Nights, but as we've been over before, Knott's Scary Farm... Um, kind of dominated the Southern California haunt scene. <laughs> hmm. um, and so Hollywood di- didn't do well, and they kind of um, went on a hiatus for a couple years. They didn't have, they did their first Halloween Horror Nights in 92, and then didn't do another one until 1997. So, Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. I guess they just didn't, um, couldn't compete. <clears throat> and honestly, like the Hollywood... Universal Studios Hollywood was always way more of like a working production um, than Orlando, so they probably had just other stuff going on. 
was my guess. Yeah. Um, so again, from the beginning, this was something that they didn't do a ton of marketing for, but it was very wildly popular with locals, um, which makes perfect sense. It's like, and that from a money-making perspective, you always, from a theme park, you probably want locals to give them a reason to come and spend money, right? Or to get passes, um, especially in the fall when the tourists dry up a bit. So from, this was a gamble Universal took and it was a really good one. Um, And they knew they had something that Disney did not have at the time and actually could never have because of the content um, that Disney kind of puts out of the family friendly image. So they had something special from year number two, basically. Growing up in Central Florida, like Halloween Horror Nights was always a really big deal. I remember not being old enough or my parents wouldn't take me or they did take me one year and I remember my mom was just so overwhelmed with how many drunk people that like about an hour in she asked for our money back and we drove home. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. (laughs) And now it's like, oh mom, you'd be proud. I'm probably one of those drunk people. (laughs) (laughs) You remember those people we ran away from? Yeah, Yeah. that's uh, I'm one of those. (laughs) But then, you know, eventually got to the age where, you know, 14, 15, my mom still drove me and she would sit and ride that carousel for hours. But I mean, it was a big deal. We'd get big friend groups and like everyone in high school would do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember like when I moved to Florida and I would see the billboard signs of it and I was like, nope, <laughs> like, <laughs> too scary for me, not going to do it. And what then finally, finally got you to go? Uh, so it was peer pressure. It was all my friends went Classic. and, you know, they all tell you like, oh, it's not that scary or, you know, this, that, it's okay, just try it. And uh, so I finally broke down and I did it and... I, I let's see I was what like 27 <laughs> for the first time went to Halloween Horror Nights um but it was yeah it was for me like once I went I was more like drawn in by the stories and then the production value I think that was the two big things for me I didn't care about the scaring I, I wanted to avoid the scaring at all costs yeah and once you've gone a few times then it's not quite as scary because you kind of understand like the method or yeah, 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 and I—I I mean, if you, yeah, and if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm never gonna go because it's too scary. I, I would say like it—it's—it's it's not too bad. And if you're with a group of friends that like someone else can be the main target, then you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, or have the Molly method where you just bury your head in someone else's back and like, <laughs> right. allow them to get scared, and you'll be like, wait, what? I just saw a bunch of feet the whole time. It's effective. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, if you can get a friend who's very jumpy, like, it, and you follow behind them, you're golden because they're going to be yes. the ones that are targeted yep. the entire time. Exactly. Exactly. Molly, when was your first time? Um, it was Cheryl when we went with our college class. <laughs> oh, seriously? That was your first time? That was my very first time. And honestly, like, uh, I don't know if I was really playing it cool or something but I was very very nervous about it um similar to Ashby I had seen the billboards and like heard a lot about this sort of stuff and I I didn't think it was for me I like don't like scary movies very much and the whole thing so um 
but but I went away from it being extremely um like very very intrigued by it like kind of like couldn't look away like it still made me scared but I couldn't look away so my first year was was 2009 um and that was the theme that year was like horror films and so I remember like the Saw house and there was a Chucky house I think so it was scary but I had a really really good time and we had a good time because we were just with our class and um kind of got some like VIP treatment which felt kind of cool we were there we, we were in a theme park class together so the theme was um events like, like <laughs> theme park events so we got kind of like a tour basically of the event which was really awesome I think yeah. that helped a lot gave me like some inside info and it wasn't just like people trying to scare you the whole time which was nice that's so funny mine was the year after that so I was 2010 that was the first time I went and I was so excited because I remember from the years prior to that seeing the billboards and seeing the pictures of like um the uh the director or the um what's the old woman's name the um what was her name? Was she the story? No. Yeah, she I the think story- yeah. Storyteller. it was just the storyteller. Yeah. 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 So I remember seeing their pictures on previous years and thinking, man, that'd be so cool to like go and see. And, you know, just I, I they did a great job with their marketing because it's like I felt like I was missing something that was like a story that everyone knew, you know. So it was kind of cool to go in 2010 because – that was the year they did the 20 Years of Fear, and they had all the classic icons come back. So I was like, oh, this is a great place to start because I get to see all of the people that I missed. <laughs> we should talk about the icons, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is a phrase that's used a lot um, in Halloween Horror Nights, and it, we, should, we should probably dive into like what do we mean when we, when we refer to the icons and they are the icon era that is also mm-hmm. often referred to as a lot as well. We have to talk about the most iconic, Jack the Clown. <laughs> so oh my scary. gosh, yes. He is creepy. And I was even reading, I guess, like, they had him and then they were going to have another guy who, I don't remember, it was going to be, like, a monster of some sorts. And then it was 2001, so then it was the same year as the um, September 11th terrorist attack and so then they had to tone down the event a lot and that wound up changing the entire story of that character that's i didn't think about that when that happened because that that would have been september yeah so like right when they were starting up yeah the original icon character his name was eddie um he was scrapped he was a chainsaw wielding horror movie buff that had been disfigured by a fire so god right so they were like uh, no, no. Um, he was supposed to be a threat to the previous icon, Jack, and the tagline of no more clowning around was used early Whoa. on in advertisements. But then, you know, everything kind of changed and they ultimately removed him before the event. Um, he still kind of appeared on merchandise and logos with the tagline of I see you. But um, I guess then, you know, eventually Jack came back and Eddie's storyline wound up getting changed to being his younger brother. So he was Eddie Schmidt, and I guess Jack's name was Jack Schmidt. And they've kind of gone back and forth. And it's weird because sometimes when they do have those big icons, they wind up using a callback to it. Because another one I know of is Chance, who's supposed to be like a Harley Quinn type of girl. Oh, yeah. And she's supposedly Jack's girlfriend. I do, I do love that there are just, like, these story elements that probably not everybody 
gets when they go, but if you like do enough digging or you read around a little bit, you you can figure out some of the cool backstory to some of these characters. Yeah. I remember my first year going where I remember it was the caretaker year because I was really big into ER back then and I definitely wanted to be a doctor. So I was like (laughs) super excited. (laughs) I was like, ooh, it's for me. I know, it's kind of crazy. And he was like, you know, ran a morgue. And I guess also that was another one of kind of like a change of – story mid-year they had originally wanted it to be um a girl named cindy sometimes spelled with an s um who was the daughter of the mortuary or owner but then i guess that year there were a lot of kid abductions in the area so they wound up changing it to just the caretaker whose name was dr albert crane and he would i guess kill people but also run a morgue i don't know (laughs) Listen, I I mean, you got to keep your business running. Thank you. Well, correct. How do you, I mean, that's just endless work, basically, for uh, (laughs) someone who runs a morgue. I mean, business-wise, makes sense. Right. Um, That's kind of one of my favorite backstories. I think he's really fascinating. The caretaker? Um, Yeah, and they, so, like, again, this is the sort of detail we're talking about with Horror Nights. Like, if you just go casually, you may not know the story, and you don't have to, like, it's not important to know storylines necessary, but if you want to dig deeper, they're fascinating. So, like, um, he was a surgeon, and then he turned, he, like, um, started to work or bought this big Victorian house and turned it into a um, funeral home and then, yeah, dug up bodies and, like, mutilated them. And this is the story. Um, then the families mm-hmm. of the of the victims found out, and they, like, burned him alive in the house. And so that was his house that year there was like a house all around kind of that event and so it was Mm. like a haunted house which they don't always do right it's sometimes a little bit more like bloody and gory than that um just interesting he might be one of my favorite icons even though i didn't i never saw that he's (laughs) definitely my favorite back in the day and like reading now he was the owner of the oh he became the caretaker of the Shady Oaks Cemetery. And Shady Oaks is actually like a fake name of a town that they use quite often because it's also the retirement center and the asylum that they use pretty frequently. So there's like um, a psychoscarapy, which is a house that they've done a few different times with different like versions, but it's a Shady Oaks asylum. Shady Brook, Shady Oaks, same thing. Whatever. Isn't that we can jump into this too? But isn't that the the like Cary, Ohio that yes. keeps that keeps coming up? Yeah, there's mm. this like it's a real place. It was like one of the uh, designers of Horror Nights. Like she's actually from there, but it's it's not like a famously well known haunted place. They just like use the town of Cary, Ohio, um, in a lot of their backstories. So like those who know about it you can see it all over horror nights basically like if there's a news story it's from like the carrie news or whatever um i think that's really hmm. smart yeah speaking of carrie ohio you know whose hometown that is dr mary agana bloody mary oh, oh. bloody mary that what year was bloody mary because that was 2008 one... because yes. one miss cheryl okay. got hired part-time as a scare actor oh yes what? you did yes. as a as bloody mary as right bloody mary for some of it oh my gosh so, so fun hands down that is my favorite um 
I guess I, she was an icon of the day. And that year was Reflections of Fear, which was the Horror Nights theme. And it was pretty much based on Bloody Mary. And each of the houses um, was supposed to be a fear of one of her patients. And so this doctor right. was not approved by any medical board eventually <laughs> because she wound up her therapy was about using people's fears against them to try and cure them and on her third patient she winds up killing him and so then kind of gets a high from killing people off of their own fears and then kind of goes into the business of killing people with their fears from there on mm. she's pretty scary but yeah. then eventually she's using electricity to i guess therapize somebody and he winds up <laughs> jumping out breaking through the glass and killing her and so then the house was originally where you'd go through a different room and see a different person being tortured by their own fear and then halfway through this electric chair and then you'd see her behind the mirror being murdered and then you'd go back through the house through like some undead it was fun are you allowed wow. to talk about your experience like how how did you do that so like you came through mirrors and stuff yeah so i mean it was it was a house that was actually in the jaws queue so that was fun to learn that that was like the first house location Mm. i will say i'm very glad that jaws is gone and they burned it down because that was the only house that didn't have air conditioning and part of the reason why i did not finish my run as bloody mary but yeah so you know in the house i got to be a different couple versions of the doctor but you you know were her and she was torturing people and so that was a lot of fun and then halfway through she was brutally murdered and that was my big scene but then honestly being killed all night long is pretty exhausting work i don't know i wouldn't recommend it oh i'm sure yeah you know they really don't have a good break set for being murdered all night long you're right right (laughs) that i always i always think about how much physical a physical toll it takes on people because just having to do that for I don't, and I don't even know how long you do it in a set but like just being there and having to do the same thing over and over and like I mean I'm sure there's some sort of like pleasure in scaring someone but also like how do you keep that up without becoming a robot you know all that all that kind of jazz yeah and I, I, whenever you go you start to see you f- I feel feel bad and Molly and I are notorious for this one not, number one because she doesn't enjoy the houses as much but <laughs> if you go through being like oh I'm going to be supportive of these scare actors and or I'm going to put myself in a mindset of like judging this house in like a <laughs> then it's less scary but also you're like oh very good when they jump right. out at you instead of being like scared because you wanted to expect it you're like oh my gosh that was great i didn't realize <laughs> you were actually being critical i just thought that that was our approach like we'd be like excellent scare sir oh, wow you got me sir that was not me being scared that, that was, was unexpected wow well done sir <laughs> yeah, so if you have any cautions of going through the houses it's we recommend that approach i yeah. feel like you're like i see like you guys walking through with a top hat on and you're just like t- <laughs> tipping your hat like well done sir well done I feel oh, like yeah, the we, one year we walked through, I think I pulled a notebook out acting like I was like taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> like I was a, like Honor. a, yeah, like a quality control oh person. <laughs> yep. Check mark. Great job. Oh, oh. Poor scare. Poor scare. Oh. <laughs> Next time a little bit more of a pizzazz, please. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But to all of you scare actors, if you're listening, kudos to you. It's hard work. 
Plus, the drunker people get, the less they really know how to behave in a civilized environment. I think. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, I can't was even imagine. Punched Oof. like four different times. Oh my Yikes! I, I mean, I feel like there have been a couple people, and you know, we all lived in um, Orlando, worked down there for a couple years, so like. Um, as you do, you just know people who work in theme parks. It's like unavoidable if you live in Florida, basically, mm-hmm. um, or in Orlando. So I definitely, through school, um, knew people who year after year would go back to Beast Character. I feel like um, it was like a kind of a cool little club if you mm-hmm. um, like were a big fan of, of working there, um, which I have always been a little jealous of. It's not, it always felt like kind of a cool group of people because yeah i think you go through like physically um intense stuff plus the hours you work are working are um intense right most of these people work part-time and like at night or through the night right um Mm -hmm. so working like 16 hour days you know the whole thing so it's kind of a little club i used to I used to always be a little nervous about that because there'd be people that i would know that i knew i knew that they were going to be working the event and because I don't like to be scared, I was like, please don't let them see me because I knew <laughs> then my plan of like other be- other people being the target would no longer work and I would be the target. So I was like, I just don't want to run into anybody. <laughs> right. But that year I think was probably one of my favorites because I think that um, like just the the scare zones that they had were also so incredible. So like a few that they had, they had a um, – Asylum in Wonderland, so it was like a one oh. Alice in Wonderland themed. It was like a through the looking glass because you know Bloody Mary had a mirror, and then mm-hmm. they also had like Fractured Tales, which was a lot of like legends. Um, and then uh, they had a Wizard of Oz themed one that had oh, it was so cool. It was the very first one when you walk in, and it had like the Wicked Witch, and she was flying, and the monkeys, and oh jeez, yeah, it was intense. And then there was a whole area of the. Um, the collectors, which is another like I think Universal created this whole storyline of these body collectors, which are people that like kill people and collect their body parts and make really new things, zombie type of Frankenstein beings. Oh. So they were roaming the streets, but it was set to kind of be a Jack the Ripper. They used him as a scapegoat to kind of fly under the radar. Um, and then mm. there was also like an American Gothic one, which was American folklore, and it had things like Lizzie Borden and a bunch of you know Bloody Mary esque type folklore stories. So that was really cool. That sounds familiar. So like Ashby, you mentioned earlier, the storyteller, that like old old lady one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was an interesting year because she she herself was not featured in any houses. But essentially, she was a storyteller. So she told this story about this. Um, I don't want to keep using the word legend, but that kind of feels like what it was, uh, like an ancient world um, thing, basically. So then every um, house or most houses and then all the scare zones were based off of this like scary story she told, basically. So it was like hmm. a story within a story. So it was both an icon and this whole like lore that she made up. Um, which I think was early interesting. That was also one of the years. So when we Halloween Horror Nights, as I know it, is in Universal Orlando Park or Universal Studios Park. Um, but when Islands of Adventure was pretty new, they actually moved it over to Islands of Adventure for a few years. And those seem like 
crazy years to me. <laughs> it was a hoot. Those were my high school years when we were going through the houses as kids. And it was scary. Well, they the very first year, they the theme of the Islands of Adventure 1 was just like, islands gone wrong basically so like marvel superhero island was like they said they had like bodies of superheroes just laying around mm-hmm. and like the villains had one which is just wow really disturbing i think i remember the scaredest i've ever been was walking through the jurassic park area and they had people oh, dressed up God. like raptors and they would come out of the bushes Mm-mm. and like That's chase terrifying. you down the street i like i remember being that was the only time i've ever run in terror and then immediately it was like you're 16 get out of it grow up it's fine That's <laughs> but yeah, i thought that, it was real that scary to me um and then one year, I don't know if it was one or two years after that, after they switched, they then they did Horror Nights in both parks, which just feels overwhelming to me. That's so big. <laughs> like, that's just, that's insane. Yeah. But interestingly, they have more houses now than they did then. So it was just kind of like spread a little thin, I guess. Right. I'm exhausted enough after just going through Universal Studios and walking around all night and then having to make that long journey back to the parking lot from inside the park. One of the icons that, Cheryl, I know we laughed about a couple times was the Lady Luck icon. Oh, yeah. That was the year we went. I know, We did go to that one, but remember how we thought she kind of looked like me? Oh, for sure. With, like, red <laughs> hair. <laughs> oh, my god! And we were like, we just kept taking pictures with all the signs, but, like, smiling. And everyone's like, what? No. <laughs> you look ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, lady, look, what are you doing here? Like, I, Yeah, I felt like I kind of looked I kind of looked like her. She was so. the eighth original icon, and the scare zones that she featured in was called Your Luck Has Run Out. She per- so it's, she was the personification of bad luck and a vicious evil spirit who feeds on those who gamble with her and lose. You're, you Jeez. are also describing me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, Molly? <laughs> my yearbook. Hello? Um, yeah, that year, uh, there was a house, I think it was this year, that you could choose, like, with the theme of luck. You had, like, several paths you could go down. And so you had, like, a different house experience based upon, like, which um, way you went, which is kind of an interesting take on luck, right? That's pretty Um, cool, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was kind of interesting. I like it. That year had one of my favorite houses ever, and I know you're going to remember this one. It was the um, H&R Blood and Guts Presents Holidays of Horror. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It went through literally an entire calendar year of, um, like, holidays so you had your typical like thanksgiving christmas easter but then remember there was like an arbor day where there was like a murdering tree that would yes. follow you there was, oh my god there's always kind of like a, a funny one every year or like if you have a sixth sense of humor i guess a funny one <laughs> right that was the house i remember for the first time noticing um that they pump smells through the houses because mm-hmm. I remember I think it was in the Thanksgiving one it was like someone <laughs> they were eating a human or something right like but it looked like a tur- it was all crouched up like a turkey and I remember like it was smelled like burning flesh like it was yes. and I remember being very grossed out by that and kind of yeah wasn't that was really gross <laughs> but I impressive that smell quite frequently actually <laughs> why <laughs> I don't know but yeah, a few other of the icons that they've had were, and I remember this was the year after the um, the caretaker, because 
Um, I had a friend who really loved it, but the director. So they appeared in like the all night dine in die in show. So it was right. a whole bunch of movies and they would film you and then murder you, I guess. Uh, Bloody Mary. Then there was the usher who was also very much ripped from the silver screen. So they tend to use him in order to showcase a bunch of movies. So I remember there was one year where there was a house that had like Freddy Krueger and Jason and Michael Myers all in one. And Mm. he was kind of the reason that you were there. I mean, I, the icon years, I think are pretty cool. I mean, I like, um, I like the idea of themes and things being kind of like interlinked. Um, what year did it kind of start switching, I guess? Like 2013? Yeah, I think so. that was kind of the... Well, I mean, if you think about it, they brought Walking Dead. I feel like when they brought Walking Dead in, that was oh, like the big God. Here change. We go. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know, Molly, you hate it, but oh, as, like I didn't start watching The Walking Dead when they started it at Halloween Horror Nights, and then I think two years in, I started watching it, and it changed the game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, it did. I, I it think did. I just... Here's my hot take. Here's my hot take, okay? Zombies aren't <laughs> scary, okay? They're not. No. They're just I not mean, scary. They're a lot they of way be. scarier things. I respectfully well, disagree. I think vampires are scarier. I think Something. witches are scary. I think ghosts are scary. I think murderers are scary. I just don't find zombies scary. And the fact that it was there for like six years in a row, I was like, I just... I don't know. Well, I, so I will say that like Walking Dead zombies, in my opinion, uh, aren't v- super scary. Like they're not scary. The ones that are in like oh god, what are the other? Um, uh, I'm trying to think What's of like that Will Smith movie. Those are scary. This, the Brad Pitt movie, The World War oh, Z. Oh yes, when World War Z. Running at you. Yes, like the ones that can run faster than a cheetah, but <laughs> like, and they just have that like really fast motion to them, or they just make giant you know walls where they can just jump over, over them it. because they right or reach a helicopter because they work together. Those creep me out. Yeah, like the 28 <laughs> days later. Yeah. I don't know. See, I used to zombies were the one thing that I couldn't I couldn't deal with because I just thought it was so sad. There was no winning, there was no turning back of like I think I came from Dawn of the Dead or whatever reboot they had back in the early 2000s. I saw that movie mm-hmm. and then at the end where there's just an, they get to the island and they think they're home free and I don't think they are. Oh, are you yeah. saying you feel badly for zombies? No, I'm saying like <laughs> one Okay, here's the deal. If a zombie outbreak breaks out in this world like there's no cure they're gonna take over because you can't stop it like this isn't world war z where they're not going to come after us because we have some sort of long-term terminal disease which is also very sad right right well because at the end of the day like a zombie is just a sick person right that you can't cure and is gonna murder you I don't You're know. forgetting a couple of important elements. Yes, <laughs> seriously, like, I wouldn't watch The Walking Dead because I thought zombies were just so sad. It was the, the only thing I couldn't reason. Like, I feel like a Dracula, not a Dracula, a vampire, or, you know, the famous one, Dracula, you could reason with him. Or maybe there was motive to his action. But a zombie... Well, yeah, he has to feed. Yeah, and that I understand. But that's... But- 
that's um why i think a vampire is scarier than a zombie as a vampire is like he's opting into that like he's like this is my lifestyle i eat your blood because that <laughs> vampires also speak like that um but a zombie it's so like they're 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 so unaware of what they're doing it's just like it's like saying I don't know, like it's like a wild animal or something, and that's yes. less scary to well, me. Yeah, that's essentially like what it feels like, and it's a, it's an animal that has zero. The only thing that drives them is Brains. eating a human, <laughs> right? Yeah, like eating a human. And there's no cure or stop, so it, like it's just overwhelming. I agree that like mm-hmm. maliciousness and like like actual fear. I just think I don't know zombies. Ugh. You know, it, the other thing that uh, that bothers years. me about. <laughs> <laughs> about uh, the switch, because like I, I have this issue sometimes with other theme parks, Disney, um, <laughs> that that we get away from original storytelling yeah. to using the IP, right? Like we see it everywhere, and I think, yeah, sure, it's a money maker and it's easy to do because it's a it's an environment that's already created and maybe there is a little storytelling, but you're not having to go from ground up. Um, And I think it's in my humble opinion, it's a little bit lazy to be honest. Mm. Whereas like when you look at uh, Halloween Horror Nights back in the day when they had all these, I mean, look at these beautiful stories that they created. (laughs) Beautiful murder. (laughs) Beautiful murderous stories. But like, you know, they had to really take some time and they had, I'm sure they had fun with it. They loved creating these characters and these stories. And now, you know, you have more of these like already made things that you're just creating, you know, the production is creating the stuff for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. There's an element to like this and also like other attractions at other parks that, yes, they may be great, but it also lacks a little bit of originality. Oh, I, I fully agree with that. I think that I'll be okay with it so long as it comes back around at some point. Well, but right. I, I'm worried that it won't. And I feel yeah. like currently, we can talk about even, you know, the past few years, it's been a pretty even 50-50 split. There, it was like 2013-14 were very IP heavy. It was all the, vi- like the Silent Hill and uh, Walking Dead and gosh, I have this all American Horror Story American came out around that time too. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it, it was basically like what, what they all, they also kind of tagged on to like what's trending or what's been yeah. popular. Cabin, Cabin in, in the, the Woods. woods. Yeah, right. That was a big that one. That one was so fun. That okay, was fun. that was yeah. one of my very favorites. It was an amazing <laughs> house. Um, I mean, amazing movie and amazing house. Um, I think it's actually impressive that um we're talking about ip universal studios florida if you look at that park it's almost exclusively ip right it's um shrek and the mummy and harry potter and et and even jaws and king kong back in the day and jimmy fallon like it's there's it's Mm -hmm. there's there's a lack of original stories uh rip ride rocket thank you very much (laughs) i think that's living the way (laughs) an original story (laughs) i missed the story there i guess true it's like Um, have a reason to listen to fergie glamour well who needs who needs a reason um (laughs) but i think what's was cool from day one about halloween horror nights is it got like universal um took their creative team to like kind of you know flex their muscle a little bit it gave them the opportunity <laughs> to create original stories which is i think i think amazing i think it's one of the most special things about 
Horror Nights is they do that. And even look at this year. How many original houses are there? Like five. Yeah, half right? of them. Yeah. Well, and That's I, good. I like yeah. that you brought up the point that like they've pretty much been IP versus original content since the beginning. So, yeah. Um, and even with like this, I think it, what it was it like the fifth one, they had the Crypt Keeper as like the. Like, so he was mm-hmm. he was technically the first host, but then they changed. He was he wasn't quite an icon. They hadn't like fig- they hadn't done that yet. But yeah, he was the first like host of the event. He had like a parade and everything. And yeah, he was IP. He's from Tales from the Crypt. That wasn't yeah. original, and, but also scary as all hell. <laughs> like I had I've done a lot of research on this before this episode, and I have had nightmares about the Crypt Keeper. He's scary. Oh, he was research. so creepy. So scary. He's not a fan. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, I don't know because I feel like with Disney, even too, like you know, with Pandora and now Star Wars and you know, Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know if we're gonna go back to a place where it's original content like Big Thunder Mountain or right anything before. But people would be uh, people say they want original content a lot, but I think people would be really upset if Disney announced a new ride that people are like what is this what what do you mean yeah. it's just going to be like a roller coaster in a mine like what we're is that a, we're, <laughs> yeah we're we're in a day where it's if it if it takes me more than three seconds to like for someone to recognize something like they're like oh guardians of the galaxy i know like i love it i love the movie i have a tie to it but if you said like you know country bear jamboree people would be like what the hell's a country bear and then it would be like swipe left you know like they're just like i don't care and they'd move on um so it i mean it is it's the culture that we're in where people just need stuff like right now and if i don't have a tie to it i don't care yeah i don't want to move on i think in like the all the um the stuff that's coming to epcot over the next whatever four years let's call it uh you know you look at the um the concept art and you're like what's this area there's that like three level building Mm -hmm. that basically they've they haven't released a lot of information. It looks like it's going to be like the festival center. But what if it's like the coolest original thing? And it's not a ride. We know <laughs> right, that. But like, right. what if oh, it's it really, be. it's going to be really, really neat. But because they haven't said like, this is Anna and Elsa's festival center. Like everyone's mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. Like we're focused on something else. Um, but they, yeah, maybe they'll surprise us with like an area or a yeah. experience that's Again, not like There's an original de- story necessarily, but an environment that's really inviting. And yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a the, the there has to be a different approach of how do you how do you get people excited about it when they don't necessarily know anything about it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and hopefully they're figuring that out now because they're going to have to. They're going to run out of things to continue to use. Well, I guess they really won't, <laughs> but I think that there will be burnout. There will be burnout of you know all these all these brands that we know and it's like okay people probably will start wanting something that maybe is that will entice them a little bit more because it's original well and here's here's kind of a um something about that is like there's also a little bit of fatigue with attractions that are so screen based oh yes um, yeah and i yeah. think i think uh rides that are ip related where you want to see harry potter you want to see spider-man you want to see 
Jake from Avatar. I'm just kidding. You don't. No one wants to see Jake from Avatar. <laughs> like, who is Who's Jake that? from I'm Avatar? I'm sorry. Who is that? And he's not in. He, thank God. He's not in that because no one gives a shit. Um, <laughs> but you know these these IP and even like um, the Frozen ride. Like you you want to see all the characters um, and screens. Our projections are a really great way to see characters because you don't have to build super intense audio animatronics and the whole thing. So. I think if if there's enough backlash or fatigue from screen-based attractions, and then you can just bring back more classic, you know, amusement park type rides, but with their own stories where you're not looking left and right for the characters that you recognize, you know, um, right. I think that could be. I mean, we're talking years in the future now, but I don't know. I think that's that would be kind of a way to to bring bring it back a little bit kind of changed the mm-hmm. landscape so yeah but halloween true. horror nights really is <laughs> oh right we're talking about halloween horror nights i think we all got kind of <laughs> scared but I, I mean i think they do a great job at halloween horror nights of balancing it and just because there mm-hmm. hasn't I been do. like an icon theme for a while they still do a, they still have that original content so like for this year example for example um they have a house called um graveyard games which is i think in listening to just some of the people that I know have gone, it's been a fan favorite. And because it has, you find that no matter when you go, you have like the IPs that have like that crazy stories and those always have the longest lines. But then there's also like a gimmicky house, which is kind of like the, there's a killer clowns from outer space, which they brought back for a second year. Mm. But, um, then there's always like a house that has a creative idea, but also has the most creative scares. So like when you go through graveyard games, that's when they have someone like flying towards you or like screens that disappear and someone jumps out. And they actually, I think that Universal has done a really great job with their like social media marketing. I, I'll be honest, like mm. I, I didn't know about it until the Bloody Mary years when you could go to the website and kind of follow the tr- the path down and learn her story but like so for this year for example graveyard games they have a a house it's the house in there and it's about these two people or it's about this ascension parish which is a like cemetery and is it in Cary, ohio it it is not it's supposed to be somewhere in louisiana i think Hmm, because it's a parish i don't know but they um all these the story is like these teens go into the graveyard to like mess with the spirits or get spooked out but then like two people go in and they don't return and so you can actually if you go into like facebook messenger and you go to the halloween horror nights page or messenger and you like text grave all of a sudden this like choose your own adventure kind of pops up so yeah like you wind up getting all these messages from this kid named tommy and his girlfriend named well crybaby i don't know her real name but (laughs) but they start talking about how they're in the cemetery and they're having fun and then all of a sudden his grandpa starts messaging and is like oh guys it's more than ghost stories there's actual like spooks there and you're like shut up grandpa um but then you can it'll be like do you want to know more about the graveyard or do you want to learn about a legend and so like if you text or click tell me a legend it'll say something like in 1881 um was an exciting time for ascension parish the town was celebrating the inauguration of president garfield um Mm. and but then an exciting time turned tragic in a dark turn of events a platform collapsed tragically killing one of the most loved families in the town of kensington or in the town the kensingtons and then it goes on to like you interact and find out all about that so that when you're going through the house it helps like explain those ghosts that you're seeing throughout the house 
That's really smart. That's awesome. I like that a lot. Wait. And that so, and it gives you the option. Like, you can dig into it as much as you want, or you can just walk through it and not know what the hell's going on and still get scared. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, like I went through it the first time, and it was cool because they had such elaborate, like, gags that would jump out at you. But now knowing it and looking for those Easter eggs, like, they really do, like, bury those things in there, especially with their original content houses. That's awesome. I think if I um, – I would like to prioritize over the next couple of years going to Horror Nights but paying – for like the behind the scenes tour like the lights on tour um Mm. because that's what i like about this i don't like being scared but i like the detail that goes into and the storylines and um because we've i think we said this last week too but like i think horror nights i I mean i'm sure they're planning next year's horror nights right now if they haven't already been planning it like these the people who work on these um on these events it's like it's their full-time job and they're working on next year's event before this year's event has even started so it's just wild and i like i would like to learn more about that absolutely did you did either of you guys go so talking about the icons so in 2015 when they did the 25th anniversary and jack came back Mm -hmm. did you guys go to that yep i don't know what else was what else was there that year um it was so jack was it was obviously jack was there he had his own house um and then oh gosh what else there was like uh oh the walking walking dead which i'm no. sure is your favorite <laughs> um, they had they had insidious they had purge um i don't think so so my the the big thing that i mean it was the, the houses were fun but the thing that really <laughs> i'm gonna say blew me away but it was also the most um unsettling thing i've ever seen in a public setting so they there there was a show that jack did yeah i don't know if you remember this yeah and i can't remember what the name of the show was but it was some terrible basically jack comes out and it's a, a show about him and all these people that he was basically gonna kill during the show and had all these like messed up methods and like that it, it what it felt like because I remember standing there in the audience and I remember watching this thing start up and I was like, I wasn't really a fan because the music was really like hardcore, grungy rock, you know, and I'm like, ugh, this is not my my scene. And I just kind of like stopped for a minute and I looked around me and there was a lot of people that were, you know, really into this, like they're chanting along with whatever the chant was, you know, their fists are in the air. And I'm like, I was actually a bit, weirded out i was like this feels culty <laughs> like oh yeah every, and it was so frightening because the, everyone was cheering that like jack's gonna kill someone like and i'm like wait this doesn't feel right I, yeah <laughs> like, i know what i know what you're so it was about. called the carnage returns and it's it was one of two shows that year and it was in front of the mel stage like that 50s diner yes. right yeah and yeah. it says yeah. jack the clown is taking halloween horror nights back in a blaze of murderous mayhem with an army of feared followers as his companion in carnage chants um and then mm-hmm. remember he always has the last laugh i guess was the tag yeah it was the creepiest thing like that 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 was the only thing i've ever 
it was the only time that I was like, this actually, in my mind, I was like, I don't know that this should be here. <laughs> this is, pro- <laughs> well, this is, this is promoting violence and yeah. death in a way that like people so, are cheering you know at what, right though? now. Because yeah. that was the year before Academy of Villains started. So like, it was very heavy with the dancing and I mean, because mm. now Bill and Ted's is gone. And so that kind of like cult right. following that went with that. But Academy of Villains, when that came out, that became very culty. Like people were obsessed with it. And I thought they were crazy. <laughs> right. But it, so, it's kind of taken over. Well, and I think I think I can relate, Ashby, to what you're saying as well with like the because it, it's all it's all like, oh, it's all fun and games and stuff. But sometimes you look around and you're like, wait, do you guys like looking at people get murdered? Like, it's, right. it's kind yeah. of creepy. Yeah. I felt that way, too. I felt it a lot. Uh, what was it? What's the, mo- or the movie where it's like, um, it's it's a, you're allowed to murder everyone for the 24 purge. hours. Okay, the purge. Those, yeah. event, those moments have felt a little, like, meta to mm-hmm. me, like, in a creepy way where it's like, it's almost too real. It's, just, right. it's not like people who watch horror movies or violent or nothing like that but it's like sure there are these weird moments where you're like why are you enjoying this so much yeah Um, yeah it was definitely like a like just when you but i remember just like looking over and seeing like looking into the eyes of a person and there's just this like animalistic like rage and joy (laughs) i was like this is just weird (laughs) i 100 percent agree for that same thing, like, I do like that there is this avenue where, like, so, like, I really love the 80s, and last year they had a huge, like, 80s presence, and this year they're trying to as well, but I don't think it, it mm-hmm. did the same thing. And I love being able to go and just, like, wear my scrunchie, though that's, like, 90s, but, and just feel like I'm in a part of something that I really do love for a little bit. So maybe they, you know, maybe they get to get that out for Halloween Horror Nights. I think that's true. That's, I think yeah. that's a really good point. There's definitely, and... I love any event where people can go and feel I – mean, it's like – for me, it's like when, when I go to a convention, uh, like a, you know – Trucker. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comic-Con, whatever it is. Like those are so great because you're with like-minded people that you're all there for the same reason and you can be yourself and it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to – you know, there's no bullies or people making fun of you and things like that. Yeah. And so this kind of a thing, same thing. Like, it's yeah. definitely going to draw people who are fans of these particular genres, the the horror genre or the the killing. I don't know. The killing um, but genre. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it, it for me, it, there was a moment where it was like, oh, I'm not as big of a fan of yeah. some of these elements that, that this guy next to me that's cheering about the poor man that's being murdered on stage. Well, <laughs> like, speaking of outfits, though, Cheryl, one time, sometimes I just receive packages from you, like, unprompted. Usually. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's like a shot glass from the Mexico Pavilion. <laughs> I've received a few of those. Um, or just, like, pen- one day one day I got a package from you. It was just pencils for pie day. It's just great. Um, oh, my gosh. But one time I received a package from you, and I was like, oh, yay, what's this going to be? It was like a, like a you know, little like puffy envelope and I opened it up and it was a Halloween Horror Nights t-shirt that I think <laughs> I think you got it like in November like it was like five dollars but yeah. I remember I remember because this was like for I think this was my Christmas present um but I remember opening it and thinking like this shirt is disgusting it was like <laughs> Oh my Do gosh. you smell fear? But like written in what looked like blood, and I was like, "This is a disgusting T-shirt." Like, 
<laughs> who where do you wear this like what is oh, what is man. the setting in which someone wears it i remember like wearing it to bed and then being like this oh, yeah, feels wrong like, halloween, <laughs> horror nights. halloween horror nights right right um painting your house i don't know like it's just that, that's where oh, you my wear gosh. the bloody shirt Okay, so not to just be completely annoying, but like here's the I I keep going down this choose your own adventure with my Facebook Messenger for the graveyard games, and all of a sudden he's like, listen carefully if you see vines, beware. Which makes me want to go in the house and look for the vines now. But there was a groundskeeper named Nathaniel Stevenson. He kept the grounds pristine. Um, And then in 1919, seven prisoners escaped from the local jail and they found him murdered. Uh, murdered. Um, <laughs> murdered. Murdered. Uh, what's even eerier, however, is that the seven prisoners were found strung up by the vines all over the by the sem- all over the cemetery. Um, yeah, crazy. And then Tommy's like, "How did they die?" And then Grandpa's like, "They all died of heart attacks, or did they?" And then it's like <laughs> more about the vines or who killed them? Question mark. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm sorry. What's well, funny? Is like Tommy's grandpa on Messenger. As he's well? on Messenger as the at Gramps. Hmm. Is he? I wonder what he <laughs> what he's like on Facebook. <laughs> I need to find his Facebook photo. Yeah, he's one of those that tags everybody in his statuses when he's like, "I'm having a great day." Yeah, and his, like, his picture is like the desktop camera and just like his double chin and his yeah. nostrils. <laughs> and he share he shares um, like he shares like I bet no one will share this, and it's like a picture of like a dog hugging a cat yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like th- I bet this won't get five shares. Like, and every, everything climate. Tommy Tommy Post Gramps is like looking good. Are you still at your job with Kindercare? It's like I love you, Tommy. Yeah, and then it always signed love, Gramps. Love like, Grandpa. <laughs> Our, our apologies to the older folks listening. Yes, we know sorry. that you do this. We appreciate we it. We appreciate you. We love it. We appreciate yes. you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> stop sending, you, stop sharing chain letters on Facebook. <laughs> yes, no chain. Stop it. There's it's no done. such thing as bad luck you, if you don't share. Died with snail mail. Yep. Um, it's funny you mentioned the, the vines and like, the, it made me think about interactive stuff. So like, have you ever been in one of the houses and there's been... Like, for me, I went through a house. I wish I could remember. I think it was – I don't remember which one it was. And there was I – re- I started to realize there's, like, random buttons, buttons and switches and things on the wall. So I just was like, eh, I'm just going to start hitting some of these things. And sure enough, there was one that I hit, and it was like – shit went nuts. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. So I don't I, – and I've only had, like, maybe one or two of those. So I didn't know if, like, there was more – like, is it intentional? Does it happen? Like, have you noticed it? Oh, yeah. It's intentional. There will be, like, big glowing buttons or levers. There's one this year in the Us house where if you flip it, all of a sudden there's, like, this loud, like, shocking noise behind you to the person behind you. And so mm. usually it will, like, instigate a scare for someone else. But there's been a few times where I'll hit a button and it will splash me with water in my face. And it's like, haha, you a-hole. It's so cool. I, I – that's another thing. Like, I don't want to be scared, but I definitely want to see what happens when you push these buttons. <laughs> yeah. Which is why being a scare actor is so appealing to me. Because you, right. you want to be right. on, like, the control end of it, right? Like, you want to yes. scare other people. Yeah. So yep. a little insider info. Most of the scare actors, they have, like, a, a location, you know, where they're supposed to pop out at. And they'll have, like, a gimmick or they'll have, like, a button that you push that, like, starts up the audio so that's why you keep hearing the thing over and over again and sometimes Mm -hmm. when you're in a room there will be two people that are tag teamed so like in when i was bloody mary i was like 
torturing this one guy and we were supposed to be the focal point so that someone could scare you from behind so you weren't mm. looking at him so it's pretty creative nice. the way they do that that's smart i like it i don't remember what year this was but i remember um it was like I feel like it's similar to this year's like gladiator one, but it was like a World War One trench warfare, and yeah. then like oh. the, the nightingales yeah. were also there. Or, isn't that what they're called? Yes, yes. the nightingales yeah. Yeah. Um, are ancient shape shifting creatures that are carnivorous banshees that prey on sick, dying, or wounded warriors. Right. So they're yeah they're in like the gladiator had this. It's it, that's another interesting like original storyline they keep bringing back. But I remember leaving that house and not being like oh. Flesh-eating creatures are scary. I remember being like, God damn, trench warfare was terrible. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> really we have that conversation scary. every year of really, like, what are the real-world fears? Because real mine are, fears. like, you know, AIDS, like, dipped nails, n- nails in, like, payphone change locations. Mine is the rising price of health care. Yes. <laughs> nuclear Can you war, imagine unplanned going through a pregnancies. house? Unplanned pregnancies. We did say that. <laughs> Uni- yeah. Universal, if you're listening, I'd love to see a house with all of these things. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, racism. The, these the, are real uh, fears. Not uh, zombies. Global warming. Horrible yeah. yeah. hormones warming. in my food that I would hormones get in my food. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm picturing all these things, and I'm loving this house right now. Right? Well, I'm having an anxiety attack. (laughs) (laughs) Let's tackle the real issues here, guys. Come on. It's like being caught out in the middle of the parade with no shade and the UVs just getting at you. Sunburns. Sunburns. Yeah. Yeah. Getting Getting rained on when you're wearing jeans. Oh, man. Oh, wow. (laughs) And tennis shoes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No. Having to oh, continue to wear your wet tennis shoes for a day. Mm. Oh, gross. Mm. Gross. Having a pop quiz in high school. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your husband God. having a whole other family behind your back. Oh, Whoa, man. that is dark. So that your, t- your <laughs> husband having a whole other family behind your back. Who are nightingales? <laughs> Who are nightingales? Or like your husband having a whole other family behind your back and you weren't the first wife. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh and you're God. not even the current mistress. You're the middle. Oh, oh my God. You're the middle. <laughs> and the wow. first wife is a zombie. <laughs> oh, and the like the first wife is the nicest person ever. And the mistress is, just, we're, just, we're talking about the um, storyline for the other woman, I think. The <laughs> Cameron Diaz movie. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh my! So yeah, God. I mean, these are real fears, and I just um, yeah, great I ideas. I love it. Appreciate if yeah, maybe we could tap into those in future years. For I know sure. we're planning twenty twenty Halloween Horror Nights right now, so like you're right. Maybe, yeah, maybe I don't know. Don't and I'm sure listen. one of the creators is listening, so just at least one. <laughs> feel free, feel free to take care, of, take these ideas. Please run and with thank them. you. Please and thank you. Woo. Um. Yeah, does anyone have like a favorite house or a favorite? I mean, we've been talking about this a lot, but anything that we haven't mentioned yet? Um. Well, I, I, the only thing I'll mention, my like my favorite icon um, of the classic ones was always the director. He's so good. Um, yeah, he just had this like. He was dark. That was dark. Yeah, it was like super dark and like very mysterious, but also just a crazy story. Um. 
and I don't know. He just he always looked so creepy when I would see him. Mm-hmm. More more so than the others, he's the one who creeped me out the most when I when I saw him. Yeah, there's something almost re- too realistic about him or something mm-hmm. that's scary. I remember so one of the years that they were at Islands of Adventure, they had a house in the. Um, it was like the Popeyes area, and it was. It reminded me of the Titanic. It was based off of like a large. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just thought of Popeyes chicken. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, there's a Popeyes chicken. What in it was Universal? is you go to get a chicken sandwich, and the guy before you gets the last one. That's the real fear. Put that in the real house. Put that in the real house. But it was like an aging cruise liner was found adrift at the sea without a soul on board, or was it? And it was. It reminded me of the Titanic, and it definitely had major Titanic vibes. And as someone who like loved that movie growing up, being able mm-hmm, to walk through a house mm-hmm. like that made me happy. Yep. There's something about like walking in those houses, especially like in the big sound stages. There, like as soon as you walk in and that smell hits you. Mm-hmm. That was a ad this year, wasn't it? An ad. What is that? Like, um, um, like a commercial for Horror Nights. It was like uh, the smell, the smell of Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, uh, I didn't where it's know like that. the fog and and stuff. And the ad was yeah. like, "Do you smell it? It's coming! Like oh it's almost time!" And it, that like, they're appealing to locals. They're appealing to people who go all the time. I thought that was really clever. Yeah, that's really smart because it, it. I mean, it is. It's like a. It's like one of those weird things where as soon as you smell it. Like, it's just like the memories just kick in. I remember, I don't know if this was, it was early, one of the earlier ones we went to, Cheryl. Um, it may have been the first one. It may have been the, like, Slaughter Cinema one where um, you go through a lot of movies. And I think all the houses up to that point had been very dark and people, like, jump out at you and you have to push away fabric. And, you know, it's real confined spaces. But I remember a scene in that that freaked me out and it was from the scene a scene from the movie the strangers oh where it's yeah just those people they were just standing in a very brightly lit living room just standing staring at you and that was the only time in the house where i was like get me out of this room <laughs> like there was nothing more scary because again like jumping out at you like you scream darkness it's uneasy it's the whole thing it's very formulaic right but this was like way too light, way too bright. Like the, it was just eerie beyond belief. Um, and I did watch a video of the Us House from oh, this year. Oh, I was just going to say. Yeah. And I got very similar vibes where I was just like, it's too light. It That is so unnerving to me. Like it's just, um, yeah, that I got like chills thinking about it. That, that it looked very scary. Very, very scary to me. Well, and I was going to bring this up before in the whole, like, IP versus original content conversation because, you know, I think you could have that nonstop, but I think you can't have one without the other. And yeah. the the wonderful thing about the IPs and, like, um, that you have is that you are able to watch the movie, get all that backstory, and then walk through it. So, like, just like within The Strangers, like, when you go through the Us house and you're in that house and that – and she is carrying those scissors and it's horrifying because you know what her intentions are you know where she's going and you You don't want to be there anymore yeah that's crazy yeah that looks that looks pretty what's funny is i um i did not like the movie i might be a minority here yeah yeah no it just there's a whole lot of reasons why i didn't like that movie but i'm surprised you saw it well i've i've gotten a little better about 
going to scary movies, I'm using quotation marks in the air, um, that aren't like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to be better about it because I'm realizing like there are elements that I like about scary movies because some of them have really great stories. And I feel like I'm missing out some on some really cool, what would be in my wheelhouse, you know, like fantasy or sci-fi type stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to like open up a little bit That's more. Good. And then I just look away, you know, when there's about to be a the scare. Um, but what I'm, what I've been wondering is since I didn't like the movie, I wonder if I would like the house, you know what I mean? What didn't you like about it though? I'm actually like, really yeah. curious. so for me, I think it was a combination of things. I think the first thing was the first, the, the get out was an amazing movie in my opinion. Uh, and it had that like twist and the, you know, it was just, it reminded me very much of like back when, um, the Sixth Sense came out and it was like this yeah. really cool like twist and you were really shocked by it and it was, you know, whatever. And so for me, for this, for, for us, I kind of was, I, I knew there was going to be a twist, you know, ah. but I was, uh, but I was looking forward to that. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like what's going to be the twist of this one. But then when the twist happened, I was like, oh, uh. what? <laughs> and then there was lots of things that were unexplained to me through the movie and I think I wasn't expecting that I wasn't expecting a movie that like I don't know for me it was it was it was a it was a weird one which was disappointing because I I was really hoping I was gonna like it so that's kind of like the very general (laughs) I think I liked it for all those but I I agree though that like I think because of Get Out you were so waiting for all of it to make sense and for it to be as finely put together and it's not but I think I don't know. I liked it a little bit more because of that, because it was so messy and you could watch it a few times and still get new things. Yeah, that's true. And that is one thing about the house that is fun is that it gives you a nod to all of the story, but it is just like walking through the movie. And Mm. uh, one of the biggest critiques this year that I'm hearing is my favorite house, hands down, was Ghostbusters because I felt like I was walking through the movie Ghostbusters. I And this was one of the first time, because they haven't used, like, actor, actors in forever, where you're supposed to be playing a role, and they definitely Mm -hmm. are in Ghostbusters. Oh, that's awesome. But the biggest feedback is, like, oh, I wasn't scared. And it's like, well, no crud. Like, who cares about that? You get to see all the best parts of the movie. And that's the, like, funny house, right? Or I guess the killer. Cons is kind of the funny house. I don't. It's. Just, I think it's. It's a different level all on its own. Did they have the car in it? The car. The Ecto one. Oh, I don't remember. Like, I was there's. It's overload when you walk through. Oh, uh, because I. I saw. I. They actually have the vehicle um, on the Sony lot here in um, L.A. And I remember I went to visit there one day. There was a friend that was working over there. And I walked in, and their their the Ghostbusters car Ecto One was sitting there, the original, and I thought I was going to poop my pants. <laughs> I just I have something I have this like weird love for any type of like vehicles in movies, so that's always a big thing for me. That is niche, and I like that. Yeah, it's really weird. It's it, but I love it. It's just so fun. So if it's not in the house, then the house sucks. Oh, no. You're going <laughs> to greatly enjoy it. But I do, I mean, I will forever love, I love the Walking Dead houses because, one, that theme song is just so crazy oh, to yes. walk through and have zombies. Like, yes. And then, like, to actually go through, like, an entire, like, season of the episode, like, was so cool. So the same thing with, like, Stranger Things and Us. Mm-hmm. You feel That's it. Neat. If we're talking, though, about favorite 
events that have happened. I think, I mean, there are certain years that I just remember everything from. So, like, my first year at Islands of Adventure, I remember all the houses, and they were my favorite. But, Molly, when we talk about um, year 21, remember how they had the Seven Deadly Sins scare zone? And yes. they would have, like, gluttony, and it would, you know, wrath, and they would have greed and oh. envy, and it was, like, a big stage, and there was sometimes a performance that would happen. I really love when they get into scare zones like that, and it can yeah. be really in-depth. Yeah, scare zones we haven't really talked about. They are, they're so fun, because they're, like, um, I don't know about you guys, but in a house, I'm pretty, like, on edge. Like, I'm, like, clenched up and, like... Yeah, you're kind of overwhelmed. You're trying to see everything, but also trying to like hide behind Cheryl um, <laughs> in her ponytail um, and just smile. I'm smiling at everyone. I'm doing the like Ashby nervous giggle on Tower of Terror because I'm just <laughs> smiling at everyone. Um, but in a scare zone, you're much more relaxed, or I I typically am much more relaxed because you're just whatever. Then you're just walking through, and so the the scares to me seem so much more like fun or funny in a scare zone mm-hmm. um the scare zone I, w- I was really interested in this year was the um what's it called like vanity something the vanity ball that looks really interesting to me and it's um yeah kind of an interesting very very unique right if we're talking about original ideas i think that's like a um a really interesting one that's yeah. like both grotesque and you know you could have like a philosophical conversation about that right like what is beauty <laughs> and why do we go to extremes and this whole thing so i think that's um i'd be interested to see that one it's very fashion showy but like also like surgical mm. fat like it feels like everyone just got a nose job or a breast augmentation and they are on the oh, runway geez. like it's like grotesque oh yeah it's intense um, someone i saw a picture of someone where it looked like they just laid someone's face over their own yeah like, i just got a new face like that's oh such, my gosh um it's so horror nights but also so like oh great point yeah the scare zones are so interesting to watch i, I like what like i've actually we've had like a group of us have just actually stood in the middle of a scare zone to watch you know the scares happen mm-hmm. um and it's fun because like there's you can tell that they have like the scare actors know what to look for Mm -hmm. right like there's there's obviously like there's the girl who is blatantly out there like she's scared before anybody even walks up to her yeah (laughs) they know to go they they know to go after that person Uh right but then they're really smart because they'll also watch for people that get distracted. Yes. So yeah. like if somebody's on their phone or maybe they turn real quick to their left to tell their friend something and then as they turn back around, boom, you know, the scare actor's right there. Like yeah. it's such a neat like uh, process to it to watch. It's really fun. Yeah. I love whenever they get someone like who definitely wasn't would never get scared normally, but because they just weren't expecting it, they get startled. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like yeah. never mind. I, I didn't see you. Yeah. I can picture that guy right, right? now. Like, yeah. Oh, man, good one. You got me. And that's just got to be, that's got to be so fun. Well, like, um, Cheryl, you were talking about being, like, doing the Bloody Mary stuff. It was like, it was like you're on a shift and it's, like, repetitive and over and over and over again. And it's, you know really cool but really exhausting i think a, being a scare zone scare actor though 
Oh, wow. It almost great. feels like, but it also also feels like you have a lot more like creative license, right? Yeah. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. the improv of 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 scaring, right? Like you, yeah, that's true. Um, you get to pick your pick your victim a little bit out there, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's on, and yeah, I mean, probably way more exhausting. Oh, I'm sure. And like some yeah. of the the years, they have things that are so much more. You are able to play more of a role than just like a zombie that's walking through, like mm-hmm. just shouting at people but like I remember when they'd have the purge like every every 30 minutes or so they would have like an actual purge where then they would round up people mm-hmm. to like murder or like last year so they've done this thing where it's like they had a, a vampire theme but it was like a 50s sock hop and that was one year and then last year it was 80s so it was supposed to be like New Year's Eve balls dropping um, oh that's and right. it was all vampires but then it had like your favorite like celebrities so, like there was a Freddie Mercury looking one uh, Madonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince and it was just crazy and all of a sudden there would be like this big ball drop and everyone would dance and then everyone would go crazy Sometimes, man, they do some really great things. It's they Yeah, they can be really creative with them. I love it. And I remember, Cheryl, we've done this before. Like, there's... it's a, It isn't, like, an alcohol-fueled event, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I feel like... And maybe this is just us getting older or something, too. But, like, I feel like less so than it used to be. Like, um, like there's obviously bars and stuff, but it's not as in your face as it once was, right? Like, I remember yeah. one, the first couple of years we went, there were, like, you know, the, like, blood bag. And the shots, shots. the blood shots and stuff. Oh, and the yeah, like, yeah, test yeah. test tube shot stuff. And um, yeah. I feel like, and maybe, I'm just, again, maybe I'm just not noticing it, but that feels like it's gone away just a little bit. No, I think you're um, right. Like, they have a signature drink every year, and this year they have four, sure. but you don't see so many people just going crazy drinking it. It's kind of, yeah, it's a difference of, like, yeah, I'll wait in line to have a drink. because And I would, like, if I went right now, I'd be like, yeah, give please give me a little. <laughs> For the love of God, give me There's definitely a group a of people of that alcohol. cannot go through there without alcohol. Just a, li- yeah. just a little. Just one drink, and I think I'd be fine. But, um, yeah, the whole idea of, like, let's all take sh- seven shots in the middle of a scare zone. I, I just don't see that as much anymore. And that's good. I mean... I think that's probably a step in the right direction. Yeah. And I'm, I'm no, I'm no, like, no one should be drinking um, at all. <laughs> but, like, it just feels like, um, I don't know, anything that, like, shines more of a light on, like, hey, look at this show. It almost feels like a big a big show they're putting on, right? And mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. kind of take part in that a little bit more. Um, talk about being an old lady, though. One of my favorite <laughs> houses was the Edgar Allan Poe house. Oh, yes! Nevermore. Um, Nevermore. And I oh remember, my gosh. I mean, I was nerding out. I remember that being one of the prettiest houses I've ever been in. That was the first time I think I really um, looked around and was like, holy smokes, like this is, this is gorgeous in here. There's like so much room and they did really cool things with the sets. And I remember, Cheryl, we were, every time we'd go into a different room, we were trying to decide what story it was, yes. which is just like super nerdy. And people were like, why aren't you scared? And we're like, it's so beautiful. It's the like, raven. look at all the ravens. <laughs> it's the, oh, the telltale heart. You had your notebook with you? That, I think that was, may have been notebook night. <laughs> and then like, That's it, what it was we, the we mask were, of the red yeah. death. And it was like, oh my God, we're here. And they're like, we keep moved. moving, ma'am. Ma'ams. <laughs> it's like, no, but yeah. we're locked in. The devil's here with us. It's all good. That, that definitely oh was gosh. the night we were solo. Kind of running around yeah. for a while. Have let us <laughs> 
So I feel like we can't talk about Horror Nights without at least touching on, like, the Bill and Ted show that they just Bill had. and Ted. Yeah, and they just retired it two years ago, which was pretty sad, but pretty amazing that, like, a movie IP from the early late 80s, early 90s was still semi-relevant. I but, mean... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as a huge Keanu Reeves fan, I was a big ol' I was a supporter. You, well, you've also you you talked about Keanu Reeves being the greatest actor of all time for a decade now. Like Thank I think you. you start you started that. I'm have um, you seen Speed? It is <laughs> yeah, I have. a and masterpiece. It's, it's a masterpiece. No, um, I mean I Cheryl, I know that Bill and Ted is like one of your favorite things in the whole world. I didn't hate it. At all by any stretch, but every time I've seen it, I was, I was like, "This is so dumb! Like it is so dumb!" And the jokes are so, it's just the easiest pop culture jokes and jabs that you're just like, "It was like the B team from the entire season of Saturday Night Live was like, "What jokes got cut this year?" And let's put them in this stage show. I mean, that feels like a higher value than the (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone Um, who's never... But not not entertaining. Who's never seen it, Bill and Ted... um, So Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was the original movie that came out in, like, 87, I think, 86. And it featured two um, high school students who needed to pass their history class. And because they were going to go on to become the greatest rock band that ever lived, um, George Carlin comes back, gives them a (laughs) time-traveling phone booth. It all sounds really great. And they went... I love this serious description. (laughs) I love it, too. I take this seriously. They went back through history, and they grabbed, like, Abraham Lincoln, Billy the Kid, Genghis Khan, and they brought them to San Dimas in 1980. And then they were a part of their thing. So in Halloween Horror Nights, it was kind of like... Usually it was some premise, like, the world is going to end, Bill and Ted. You need to get all of the celebs from this past year here to save the world for whatever reason. (laughs) Like, Dr. Evil. (laughs) One year it was like, Dr. Evil is going to. Oh, Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil is going to. Yeah, and, yeah, it was great. They always take Disney jabs, which were always just like. Well, and for Too like, easy. I think 15 years they went after Avatar. Oh, because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the announcement was so long. But there was <laughs> there was also like a, a roller coaster of, because I, I will say that the show had its ups and downs. Like there were definitely years that it was like, comedy is good. That's and good they would point. really, yeah. they would hit stuff that probably they shouldn't have been doing. And I think that's when it was good mm-hmm. versus when I think they started getting dinged on you know, going after different IP and, and things that were co- – like, it just got – and then, of course, videos started leaking online, yeah. and then there was a whole mess to it. So – because I remember going with my friends for the first time. I was like, oh, and everybody talked up Bill and Ted. Like, oh, it's the oh, best, and it's yeah. so great, and the jokes are funny. And we went and saw it, and I was looking around like, what is – what? what Like, what happened? And that was when, you know, it had started to decline at that point. Mm. And then, of course, there's, which I always drives me a little nuts, is the whole, like, premise of, let's go see skin. Oh, like, yeah, the dancers. Watch all the dancers. Okay. Yeah. Really sexy dancers. What are you supposed to do during that part? I want, like, an I want like a <laughs> listener to write in. What are you supposed to do where it's, like, and it's always go, it always goes on a little too long. It's always, like, a four-minute mm-hmm, mm-hmm. song, and they're right up in your face, and you're just, like, 
it's kind of like me in a haunted house. I'm like, you're good at this. Like, <laughs> With your notepad. Uh, yeah, that's good. And I think that was for uh, a time when people bought Playboy. You know, like where you needed right, that simulation right, from right, somewhere. Right, right. You couldn't just yeah. look it yeah. up on your phone four minutes later. <laughs> yes. Well, and, yeah, yeah. That's a really like, good for point. For me, now I just go Google uh, images of Keanu Reeves. I don't have to go to a right. Halloween event <laughs> to get my fix. It's true. Um, it is so weird, but it, it, yeah, I don't know. But but I felt like at least from like I don't I don't even know the year, but because 2010 was when I first went, so I'd say probably a couple years after that, it started to pick back up again. Still cringy, but like a few jokes here and there mm-hmm. that you might I might have giggled at a little bit, yeah. you know. And the environment. But I feel like I'm I'm. A, Oh yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, everybody was going nuts. Like they loved it. it was so culty. They, like it was fun. Yeah, and they did have a few good jokes here and there. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So they canceled the one out in um, California way before they ended the run over in Orlando, and I remember it had something to do with them making a Superman joke. And about him being um, gay or something. And, like, at, at this point, like, gay jokes aren't funny at all. And so they were just like, this right, isn't right. anything. Yeah, what was it? Yeah. The villain. It's something, yeah, something about Superman. And so then they just, after that year, they didn't do it anymore. And then we all knew that the time was up over in Orlando. So, but mm-hmm. people still wear those shirts every year. It's Oh, I'm sure. Sad. I mean, I, I you know. I think they it feels like they could make a comeback in a like smaller scale um, with a focus maybe on like the jokes or the misadventures and like less sexy dance breaks and <laughs> right like like s- too much like um, yeah like current event stuff I, I also feel like if it were going on right now like just, yeah, honestly. Or, or overdone. Like, we live in the world of, like, memes. Like, we don't need... Like, social commentary jokes, like, aren't actually that funny right now. Right, um, right. I do. I do. I'm actually kind of helpful, maybe, that they rework the characters in some way. Because there is something extremely amazing about this 30-year-old, 32-year-old... Um, movie. Yeah. Char- characters and movies. Right, that, right. Like, had such an insane following I, I remember the year we were yeah like we were being kind of taken around on a tour we were lucky enough to like walk up and sit in a reserved section um but there mm. were people who had been waiting for uh, hours i think mm-hmm. like they had f- um, chosen not to wait in lines for houses <laughs> to wait to wait for the show like it people it was people really really loved it so um yeah. that would be interesting to see if they Bring that back in some way. Bill and Ted three. Bill and Ted three. But they do. When is that coming out? I, they just finished filming it, so probably sometime mm. the next year or two. Give us updates weekly I, if you can. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I mean, if anyone does go, the phone booth is out front of the House of a Thousand Corpses house this year. So oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Horror Nights is full of Easter eggs and tributes and stuff. Oh yeah, constant. I mean that that is Always. that is cool. That was the thing about that was mentioned so much at, during uh, looking into the, like the icon years. That was bef- that was before I started going. And they said every time they would bring an icon back or there would be a new icon, but an old icon had a house or anything like that, they just kept building and building upon these storylines. So maybe 
um, you know, the first year Jack was around, he was a, cl- a murdering clown. <laughs> but every year he came back, his story just got like richer and deeper. And they like, um, they didn't mess with the storylines at all. They just added to it. Um, he's got really layers cool. yeah. you know he has layers <laughs> no it's true and like even layers. for this year like there's a house called the yeti and it's the tagline from it is from the evil geniuses that brought you the swamp yeti in last year's grand house themed slaughter cinema which was a house from last year so they took the filmmakers mm. from that and created a new movie and then made it into a house that's, that's cool smart. Crazy. Is it really cold in that house? It is. And cool. well, and this is another <laughs> thing cool. is sometimes they'll have like very they'll have like the scare actors, but then sometimes they'll do some really cool technology. So we were talking about one year I think Ashby mentioned where there were a bunch of houses, but one of them was American Werewolf in London. Oh, I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, like, I remember that one. Werewolf in that. I think was honestly like they got it from Jim Henson or something. Like it was a <laughs> that crazy was crazy. Puppet. Yeah. Was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just that's unexpected. I, yeah, like, I, I love those things when they when they bring something new. Yep. And, and t- you're totally not prepared for. It. I remember one year the new thing for me that really got me was the the and it probably wasn't new to the event, but it was new for me was when it was like a flying gargoyle or something. <gasps> yes. Like that was nuts. I was I like, never, what? yeah, yeah, it's such a cool effect, so simple, but it was a. It was cool. It didn't necessarily scare me. It was just neat. I, I love those things when they add those elements. Well, it's unexpected, right? You expect someone, you expect like the misdirection scare, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be looking mm-hmm. at this like person getting chopped in half and then someone surprises you from behind, right? But you yep. don't expect something to be flying above your head. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, yeah, that gets me every time. Every time. <laughs> Cheryl, you said you had a favorite Horror Nights year and it was either last year or the year before uh last year was pretty amazing and last year it had a very 80s like theme to it they had like a chucky scare zone and killer care bears that was probably one of my favorites that sounds fun i think the the one year i regret not making a visit to see was the um the year where they had the Shining House. Oh, was that, that was looked... last year. That was last year. Yeah. I can't remember if that was that last year was or two years good. ago. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that looked like really special. Or maybe I'm getting that mixed up maybe with the it was Exorcist. Two years ago. I mean, that I think they happened around the same time. Last year was yeah. the Poltergeist. I think the year before was The Shining. But no, yeah. The Shining was yeah before well, that. I'm just yeah. having like the twins walk around. Like how mm-hmm. did what was that? And mm-hmm. like the they blood like flowing towards the elevator. Yeah, that, yeah. It just looked really, really extra special because again, it was like a super IP house, super IP house. Maybe a little lighter and brighter, like um, us or whatever. But still, it felt even like the videos that probably don't do it justice. But the videos I've seen um, kind of combines everything. Like it looks and feels like an old school horror nights house, um, but light and bright and creepy. Oh, here's another fun fact. Did you know that in um, Universal Hollywood, all the houses are called mazes? Yes. And on. In Florida, they're oh, all yeah. called houses, but they're often mm-hmm. the exact same thing. But it's so just in, weird. in Hollywood, they're more outside because they're able to be. And in, right. in Orlando, they have right. to all be inside, so they are houses because of the Because inevitably, it rains every night <gasps> I go in Orlando. We have an event during hurricane season. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. 
Yeah. I also, I, I now that we're mentioning it, speaking of houses, um, my favorite houses tend to be the ones that are, are actually in the sound stages mm-hmm. because I feel like they can mm-hmm. just be so much more theatrical with them and yeah, big, large scale and stuff. Yeah, the Hollywood, uh, but I remember uh, last year we rode, um, we were going on the Backlot tour there, uh, and they were setting up for it. So, like, there's a section of, um, you know, it's like the, the plane crash scene from War of the Worlds. Yeah. And they you actually walk through that as the, like, maze. I don't know what the particular theme was for that one, but it was cool to see, like, oh, my God, you actually walk through this freaking, um, you know, set that's built back here. And, and that's how it is with most of them. You're walking through um, the different sets on the back lot. Yeah. And isn't that where you also, like, you go to the psycho house and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's out there and you can pose for pictures with him. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That is one thing that Such they a... have over the Orlando one, for sure. I mean, a psycho... Have they ever done a psycho house? That would be amazing. That might be one of my favorites. Oh, they have, of yeah. Time, That's interesting. They haven't done that, especially when the TV show was out. I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Do anything I with what that? The, you know, it's all licensing, right? Yeah. Sure. So oh. they had one called the Psycho Path Maze, one of three haunted houses in the third year. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. And then another one in, in year nine called Psycho Through the Mind of Norman Bates. Oh man, I missed them all. I know. Go back in time. Let's take one of Bill and Ted's. Um... Bill and Ted, get the phone booth. That's how I would use my Bill and Ted experience. Oh, for sure. To visit other Halloween horror nights. Yeah, I mean yeah. that feels extra, really appropriate, like, right? Get on the Cubs or anything. No big deal. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Man. I feel like we could go on forever about all of our favorite things about horror nights. I think Horror Nights is just a wonderful example of, like, um, it was something that I thought I would never enjoy, and then once I did it, it became one of my all-time favorite things, just kind of, like, pushing outside your comfort zone, and you'll be rewarded. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe don't watch the torture shows too long if you don't. Yeah, maybe to that maybe sort of keep stuff. keep your crazy eyes a little at bay right. when you're watching that show, right. and maybe just stick to like you know the houses and some scare zones and one cocktail and just your friends, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's I'm very happy. Um, yeah, I'm very happy. I ended up going when I lived down there, which is great. Yeah, I I totally agree with you, and I think it also for me opened me up to watching get, getting back into the horror genre yeah. watching movies that maybe i necessarily wouldn't have watched before because i think going to halloween horror nights made me realize like there are cool stories here that i'm missing mm-hmm. and and actually there were some houses that i went through that i hadn't seen the movies yet mm. and i was like oh now that i've been through this house i want to actually go and watch the movie so you know if you're listening to this and you're like i'm a person that will never go through a haunted house it's okay. Yeah. You can do it. We're you here for you. It. Yeah. Please do. And um, if you have to watch it with all the lights on and pause it every so often, just to remind it's yourself fine. that you're in control of what's happening. Right. I always watch Pocahontas after <laughs> Like I have it ready to go. Oh, my God. Hey, yeah. 
Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like that just calms me. And then it turns into the Virginia Company. You're right. Oh my god. Uh, and then all you know, all the monsters and zombies are gone. It's just John. Smith. Grandmother Willow will be there with you. It's just uh, Mel Gibson. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um. Yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna start giving advice at the end of each episode. That's as well. yeah. At the end, it should always be like Here's the the words of wisdom. From Molly. <laughs> Right. Pocahontas after a good scary movie. Yeah, it is, I mean it's it's like the antidote. It's perfect. Happy Halloween. <laughs> rate, rate, subscribe, and review. Um, like us on Instagram, Twitter. Have a great Halloween. And that wraps up another episode of podcast. You are all clear. Beep 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 beep. beep. beep.